So welcome to Be Told. Welcome to the podcast. Tell us a little bit more about your journey. Well, hey, Cal. Well, first of all, uh, thanks for having me. Uh, I really appreciate that. Always wanted to be on a podcast. And there I am. <laughs> so uh, about myself. Um, well, originally, I come from Lithuania. I think you already had one guy who was also from Lithuania. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm the second one. Um, <laughs> It's, I think by now it's been seven years since I don't live in Lithuania. And uh, I left the country at the age of 18. Uh, I started my journey actually in Denmark. I was okay. studying there. Uh, after which I moved to Belgium to study there as well. So got some experience of living there as well. After which I moved to UK, uh, lived there got a chance to uh, spend some time in the US, um, then went back to the UK where I actually got a job in, um, in a, an American corporation, which has to do with um, tracing, well, track and trace in the pharmaceutical supply chain. Okay. And that was something that I was doing for the last three and a half years in the corporation. And then, then I decided to leave. Uh, I decided to leave the corporation, even though I had, uh, I wouldn't say massive success. Well, to some, it might not be massive. To some, it might be massive. To me, it was a success. Um, but I wanted to move on and try on something, something that I'm really passionate about. Um, so that's what I did. And uh, right now, I'm living in, in Poland. Well, well, I'm located in Poland, in Warsaw. Uh, where I'm managing my uh, own uh, company and working on other exciting ventures as well. So that's very briefly about what I've been doing for the last seven years, so to say. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds quite like a journey and visiting all different countries. You're coming from Lithuania, you know, traveling around Europe and then to the US. What, what made you choose Poland? Oh, what made me choose Poland? Uh, yeah. Poland to me is, is just an, another stop. Um, yeah. It's just another place where, um, where I've come to, to experience. Because I think at this stage of my life, because uh, I consider myself to be a young individual, at this stage of my life experience, uh, I believe is most important. Um, and, you know, getting as much of it as possible, I think now is the time for it as well as expanding my networks. So, you know, when you're staying in one place, you kind of, you know, get surrounded by more or less the same people. You kind of get in the comfort zone. And, um, you know, comfort zone is, is nice. It feels nice. But in the long run, it's not, in my opinion, it's not beneficial at all. Um, so, you know, when I was living in London, which was actually four months ago, um, it was it was super comfortable. It was it was great. It was nice. And I felt like I was kind of falling into that comfort zone. So I decided to to make a bit of a move, you know, to to get out of that comfort zone. That was the first thing. But the second thing, I knew that I needed to focus on my personal development. Uh, so to say, um, you know, get better at what at what I want to do, get experience that I can't get by working somewhere, you know? And uh, that's why I decided that I wanna move to Poland because I've been working with Polish companies for like last three and a half years, you know? 
Um, and I saw how this market is developing and it's developing really fast, especially for companies who are just starting their journeys. So startups and, you know, uh, other small enterprises, you know, this market is, is getting bigger and bigger, you know, the markets in the West, they're kind of getting saturated by now. Uh, meanwhile, Polish market is the quickest market in, in the East of Europe, like the quickest growing market in the East of Europe. So that was one of the factors. There were, there were many other factors to me. It was easier with the language. It was, uh, it was better for, um, for me geographically because that's where my clients are. Um, they're in the region, you know, in let's say Lithuania, Latvia, uh, Poland. So it just made sense because living in London, that was, you know, two hours or one hour difference. So there were many factors why Poland. Um, but so far, uh, I'm really happy with that decision. So it sounds, well, it sounds quite a lot of, you know, work and a lot of journey, you know, coming into that, that perspective. Would you say that um, Poland was... You said that that was another step in your journey towards you know finding your own place. Um, maybe it's similar to you said it's in the same time zone pretty much as all your clients. Um, but in terms of culture, would you say it's similar to Lithuanian culture, or it, it was it was there like a big difference between UK and Poland? Or yeah. So first first thing is like uh, what what I want to comment on is I'm not really looking for. A, for my place because uh, mm -hmm. I, I believe that my place is the world <laughs> you know? yeah. so uh, I'm not looking at Poland as a place where I'm going to settle down or something um, maybe you know maybe you never know uh, but this is not in my plan right now um, this is more of a stop to actually um, be in the middle of that growth what's happening right now here you know to be close to the market because yeah. I think in the east of Europe, this is the best place to be right now. That's my personal opinion. You know, everyone might have different opinions on that, but that's that's my, my point. Um, what was the what was another question again? <laughs> like, what was um, the last thing you asked about the culture? Right? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was so, something about the culture. Was it too much? So, yeah. So you see, I think it always depends regarding when you're talking about the culture, you know, for me, Polish culture is, I would say, is very close to what, you know, to the culture that I was raised in. Um, we, we kind of share similar values, um, but I think that goes for the most of Eastern European countries, you know, uh, I mean, you're, you're from Bulgaria, I believe, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, I know many people from Bulgaria as well, and they are um, they are quite similar to what, uh, what people from Lithuania are there. Obviously there are differences, you know, just like yeah. with any person, but in general, um, you can see similar patterns. Um, so yes, I would say Poland is similar to, to the rest of, um, you know, Eastern countries, but, uh, what I'm seeing in here is a very mm, strong shift towards Western culture. You know, um, how, you know, first of all, what young people are doing, you know, what, what their, what are their interests and stuff like that. This is something that, you know, we've been seeing in the West and now it's coming up here as well. And I think it's normal because, well, Poland, 
you know, they're they're trying to keep that very close relationship, like political relationship, you know, with with the states, um, the European Union, and trying to improve and all that kind of thing. So, yeah, I think it's shifting towards there, but it still has some some very familiar things to me. Okay, so can you tell us more about what what are you doing for the last? You said pretty much four months. You've now been involved in the UK. You've moved to Poland. Tell us a little more. Yeah. What what do you actually do right now? Yeah. So right now, I'd put like I'd put it this way: I'm learning and I'm experiencing. <laughs> that that's what I'm definitely doing. Um, but to be a bit more specific, so um, as soon as I left my company. Uh, and in, in my previous company, I was working as a as an account executive. Um, I actually started as a sales development representative, and within I think three yeah three years, I I went to a senior salesperson. Um, and after that, um, I actually decided to quit. You know, I decided to quit, and everyone was a bit like, "What? <laughs> you just got promoted?" Like, what? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and uh, and yeah, I was like, "Yeah, I'm quitting." They're like, are you crazy? Like, yeah, man, I'm crazy. I mean, anyways, you know. So, and I went to my I went to my boss at that time, uh, and I told him about my idea. And his first thing was like, what do you want? Like, do you want money? Do you want this? Do you want that? I was like, nah, you know, I don't want anything. Like, I don't think this company can give me anything more, because in the first place, I made to that company in the way that, I mean. I don't think a lot of people get jobs like that, like like I did. I think I was quite lucky in in that regard, you know. Um, and uh, and my boss didn't want to let me go. But then, you know, he came he came back to me the next day and he said, you know, man, after after seeing what you've done in the last three years, I would say you go get it. You go do whatever you want. So that's what I did. You know, I left the company. I've started my consulting company. Um, I signed a partnership with my previous company that I worked in. So I'm a partner, official partner of, of, of my previous company right now. And uh, I have clients um, in Eastern Europe with whom I'm working on their projects. So I'm consulting them. I'm doing the technical expertise. So just so, so the listeners know, um, I'm working within the pharmaceutical supply chain um, on optimizing and protecting the uh, the medicines uh, to actually comply with the European Union regulations. So it, it sounds it sounds maybe a bit uh, tricky, uh, but it's quite interesting once you get get a hang of it. <laughs> um, so yeah, and um, yeah, man, where were we? Just explaining uh, what you've been doing for the last couple oh, of yeah, months, like yeah, starting yeah, up the company. Exactly yeah <laughs> thank you so and after so yeah when i started consulting business i got my first clients and that's what i'm doing now i'm actually managing my consulting business on a daily basis uh to be honest it doesn't take me that much time because i have um i have some people in india who are working for me okay. uh they're well trained um they they perfectly understand the industry because they come from that industry so they're working f uh, with me but they're responsible for technical side and I'm responsible completely for the commercial side. So my job is to make sure that the clients are happy, that 
the clients are there, you know, that we're getting the clients and, uh, and that's it. Uh, and, you know, growing the business um, as a, as an owner and a CEO. So that's what I'm doing on the, I would say on a daily basis. And that's um, my primary focus right now, but uh, what I'm really working on, well, what I'm really preparing for and I'm learning to do and I'm, so to say, you know, studying and trying to get an experience is actually to, to create my own product, to create my own software. Um, and that takes a lot of time, effort and experience. Yeah. It's, it's not that easy. I mean... I've started focusing on that, I would say, in the last three months. Is that, that's when I've started really focusing on developing my own software and, you know, starting working on that. And I tell you this, it is, it is crazy. I mean, it is exciting, uh, but it's not easy. Uh, it's not easy at all, especially if you don't have the relevant experience and you, if you don't have, um, you know, the relevant expertise in that because let's say i'm i'm not a programmer yeah. so for me it's uh, it's hard to program it i mean i can't so i need to find one and you know that that so far has been a bit of a struggle well i wouldn't say a struggle i would say an experience <laughs> uh you know because I, I already had some experience working with some people and one thing i can tell if 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 there are listeners who are maybe doing the same, is that it's crucial to find a person who would share your ideas and maybe not even ideas, but who would understand and share your vision. Mm -hmm. Because if the person doesn't share the vision and they don't get in on board 100%, uh, from my experience, what happens as soon as the tiniest obstacle appears, that's it. They're yeah. done. They give up, you know, and and that's that's a challenge. It's it's like it's hard to find that person. That's my experience so far. But other than that, there's a lot of things um, that you need to do in order to start your business and your company and stuff like that. And I'm sure you know as well, maybe even better than I do. So, so how, so pretty much the, the programming that you want to do, the product is is closely related to the, to the consulting agency that no, you have, right? No, no. So just so no. you know, consulting for me was something that, um, I wanted to do to prove myself that then I can earn money completely on my own. Okay. This was, this was a very important step for me. Uh, I quit my job pretty much straight away. I, I had no no income, right? I mean, okay, I have some, you know, maybe some other incomes, but that's not the point, you know. Uh, but I didn't have a stable income. So to yeah. me, it was really important to prove myself that I can be getting stable income without being unemployed and going and doing nine to five every day. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I managed to do. And that's what, I, what I'm doing today. I'm keeping consulting business in order to, you know, just pay my bills, pay my travels, you know, pay my conferences, um, just pay my life more or less. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, and, you know, and meanwhile, work on other ideas that 
are much more exciting to me. So pretty much if I can sum it up, you're becoming a serial entrepreneur. Serial entrepreneur? What does that mean? <laughs> uh, like, like a serial, you start something, it's already developed, like the consultancy, like you said, it's already developing, you start, you start earning new money. So that's like supporting your normal lifestyle, let's say. And then you're on to the next idea and on to the next idea and on, on to the next idea. So pretty much. Yeah, but you see, I don't want to go on, on to like start working on this idea that I have with the software. That's what I want to be focusing on because this yeah. idea is not an idea that will be working within a year or two. This is an idea that, well, this is a project that will take at least five years okay. to actually to actually become uh, become big and have weight to it, you know? Uh, because what I'm, I mean, it's it might be relevant for, um, for, for a lot of people who really don't, let's say, uh, deal with pharmaceutical industry. But what I want to do is I want to have an application that would be able to track each and every package right now in real time. So imagine that the pharmaceutical company would be able to say where their products are today. And for some people that might be silly because they might not understand how come they don't know it today. But the real yeah. truth is they don't. Pharmaceutical industry is an old industry. Uh, there is a lot of old technology still involved and even paper so to say, you know, it's not even digitalized yet. Yeah. So anyway, there are a lot of challenges and we would have to have at least two more hours to discuss that. <laughs> you know, the challenges of pharmaceutical industry. But um, that's not, I don't think that's why we're here. <laughs> yeah, so it's definitely an opportunity for you to start something new and, and disrupt and, you know, change the how the industry is going on. Uh, yeah, this is, this is definitely something that... Uh, I want to to do because look, I'll put it this way: the, this project um, is going to be very complicated. It is very complicated, so that means that the threshold is is very high. But in my belief, the higher the threshold is, um, the better it is in the long run. Yeah, especially once you manage to. Um, to, I would say, muscle through that threshold because it's never yeah. easy to just, you know, run through it. Overcome all the difficulties. Yeah. So you pretty much see it as a learning experience. Of course, you want it to succeed, but it's it's something you have to do and it's like a wall they have to push through. Uh, you know, first of all, I think the whole life is, is the learning experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and what I'm doing right now, um, I would say is more... Uh, I can't really call it preparation because I'm already trying to do things and stuff like that. So like I'm already working on it, right? The only difference is that I just haven't been successful yet. <laughs> you know? To, to your own standards, not not to, you know, yeah, to general standards. I mean, I haven't I haven't I haven't been able to develop the software at this point. You know, I've started but you know, I had the you know, so to say, breakdown with my business partner at the, at, at an early stage, which was very good that it was an early stage. You know, um, those things usually hurt. Uh, you know, and sometimes you, you need to take a step back to look at those things again, 
you know, and then then keep on moving. So I think, you know, I think success is actually it's not a it's not an overnight thing. I think it's a long process which requires a lot of work and effort. That's what I think, you know, success might be. I mean, I still don't know. I haven't succeeded really in doing that. But um, from my short experience, I know that if you want to be good at something, you better put in the hours in there. You know, yeah. you better get that experience. Uh, better do that. Um, that's that's my experience so far. Um, you know, one thing, let's say, because I understand if I want to make this project happen, let's say I'll, I'll definitely need an investment. Mm-hmm. And this is something was very crazy for me because... I started thinking, if I need an investment, what do I need to do? I had no clue. I really, I honestly had no clue how to get the money, how to get an investment, you know? So obviously I started reading, I started talking to some people and stuff like that, got some, you know, I would say a very small understanding of what it can be. And then I saw that there was this event happening and actually it was actually happening in Warsaw, which was, um, which was where, where the investors were coming and um, and they were looking for startups to invest in and stuff like that. And obviously, as as always, I saw that the event is happening literally the next day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what I did, I just got myself tickets. I got myself a bit more expensive tickets to go there. And um, I didn't really have I didn't really have an idea or a pitch or anything to be honest. But I went there just to just to talk to investors, you know, to get the feel of what kind of people they are, yeah. uh, what do they want, what are they interested in, you know, those kind of things. And the event was like it was two day event. So in two days, I spoke to around, I would say, 30 investors, 30 different investors, you know. Um, and I tell you this, the experience was uh, was amazing because this was the first time I had an opportunity to to do such things, but second time all uh, second thing is also that I've seen that well they're just people right <laughs> so some of them are nicer than the others <laughs> you know all of them have their own interests their own agendas so it's really important for you to I would say filter which ones you really want to go for and talk to uh, when it actually comes to the to, to putting money on the table, you know, uh, that was, that was my short experience, uh, which I still, I believe I still need to get much more of that. <laughs> so from, from what I've been hearing so far, it's, it seems like your life has been going pretty smoothly. <laughs> Is that a... you mean smoothly? <laughs> it means like things are going pretty much your own way. So you haven't been having many challenges or. Ah, man. No, no, I don't think life works that way. Um, <laughs> I guess we, I mean, I think we're all having different challenges, you know? Yeah. Uh, I've definitely been having challenges. I mean, man, I've been in situations where I'd be like, uh, you know, worse than broke. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, where, where I'd be having like minus on my uh, bank account. Um, I've been I've been also in situations where I was, you know, kind of you know, depressed and stuff like that, you know, which wasn't, which wasn't great. But what I've realized and how I looked at it is that all of that really has to happen 
Otherwise, yeah. you won't be able to take yourself to the next level. So I think you need to overcome those kind of obstacles that appear in your way in order to improve yourself. So, you know, when I'm saying that I was, you know, broke and, you know, that I, I had no money. So, you know, that was one of the things that actually uh, that I was thinking about before quitting my job, because at, at, at the job that I was working, I was earning like five digits, you yeah. know, monthly. like, I mean, that was uh, honestly, that was, I, I've never even thought that this was possible, you know, before, before I started my journey, you know, but that, that I've started doing it, you know, and then I thought, okay, now I'm going to leave all of that, you know, you know, money and whatever on the table, and I'm going to go and start doing whatever it is, you know, and one thing that came to my mind was that I remembered when I was at minus eight, you know, or whatever was minus on my card. Yeah. And, um, and I thought to myself, like, holy crap, like, if I've managed to get out of that, you put me in there again, I'll get out of there again. Yeah. Like, I believe that if, if you can do something once, you can do it again. That's what I believe in, you know, and the same was with when when I was like, when I was in this place where I was depressed and stuff like that. At that moment, it was very hard, but I always knew that this is something I have to go through. And once I went through that, I've started realizing that I can, whenever something like that happens, I more or less know what to do, first thing. Yeah. And the second thing, I've started looking at other people and kind of seeing when they might be in that kind of situation as well, which to me was, I would say, unexpected. I really did not expect that. But by experiencing this myself, now it's easier for me to see it in the others. Um, and that's something I did not expect, honestly. But uh, I think it's helpful, especially if if you see that in people that you care about, you know. Would you say that I'm just speculating right now uh, in terms of, you know, being depressed and, and stuff like that is based on expectations. Let's say if it was around the time that you set up the new company, so you're expecting to achieve something, but in reality, it didn't go as fast as you, as you thought, or, or is it, am I too far off? No, man, I actually think that that as well. I honestly think that those kind of issues everyone has something like something personal something of their own you know yeah. and um, for everyone it might be very different for and then it might be the same as well you know it definitely can be that you're not meeting your expectations or whatever um but then again it depends on what kind of person you are i think yeah because if you're not meeting your expectations and you get depressed about that well come on you know get your shit together like you know start start doing things and then maybe you'll meet the expectations. Um, usually, like, you know, for me, for me, one of the things that was actually, like, I was not happy about was that I've kind of done a lot of things at, at work, you know, where, where I was working. And I was like, I didn't really have much more, like, I didn't have any serious challenges at that point, you know? I've sold the biggest to all the biggest companies you know i like i've managed to get the best market shares in the uh, in the region and stuff like that and you know and then the job was done more or less 
And I was like, what's now? Like, what am I going to do now? I got bored, you know? Um, and that was, that was a part of why I fell into that mood where, where I'd be, you know, I'd start getting lazy because there was no challenges to really, you know, really get me back on track. Yeah. So I kind of decided that, you know, I'll, you need to I'll create your own challenges. Yeah, I'll take charge of I'll take charge and I'll do whatever makes me happy instead of, you know, doing what maybe someone thinks is great or, um, you know, yeah, whatever. Like, I think I think in our lives, everything is up to us. And I, I think it's completely irrelevant what people think of you as long as you're happy with yourself. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, what's next for you? You're planning on developing the the solution, the the product. Oh, planning, <laughs> that, definitely planning. I'm also not just planning, but trying to do that. <laughs> so, actually, quite recently, I've, I've met this uh, another guy who's a who's quite the uh, quite an impressive um, developer. Um, so currently we're talking about terms of how we're going to work and how we're going to proceed with that because I've, after some, after some time I've realized how important it is to get, uh, the right business partner yeah. and, um, you know, how important it is to set the right expectations, uh, right from the beginning, you know, so I don't want to jump into any, you know, quick conclusions or quick actions. You know, I want to, this time I want to make sure that. We got it clear. We can start working. We have a clear plan on how we're going to proceed and stuff like that. So this is something we're doing right now. Um, hopefully, so I, I believe that for the first stage, it is important to have, in my opinion, a three-month plan just, just to kick it off, you know? So I have the three-month plan, and uh, that's what I'm going to be working on uh right now more or less actually starting this week i've started working on it um that's 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 the next step um other than that obviously gaining experience as much as possible from you know books uh videos people um and and stuff like that i think experience is the key uh, i don't think there's bad experience i think yeah. there's an experience and you're the one who who takes from it so to say yeah definitely definitely uh well best of luck of that um i'm i'm from the sound of it it sounds like you're a super determined person so um i think there's no there's no way of you not succeeding in in what you're setting up on doing um, oh, you know uh, saying is one thing but doing is completely the other you know we people are known to to be very good at that kind of wishful thinking you know when we when we think of what we're going to do but then those thoughts don't always manifest into into reality so i think it's really important to to actually do things you know and yeah. even if it sucks and you know because man i don't know how it is for you but for me sometimes i wake up and i'm really not up for for going and you know doing some crazy stuff or calls or you know yeah, definitely. yeah but those are the moments where we kind of i think where we kind of gotta you know push through <laughs> muscle through so to say yeah and and just do it like like nike says just do it i love that slogan <laughs> just just switch it instead of you being lazy and trying to you know 
exactly. procrastinate. Exactly, man. And that's the worst. By the way, you know, uh, being lazy is, uh, I mean, it, it's not a great thing. But what I've realized as well, that resting is very important. Yeah. But I honestly, and that's a question for you, Cal. How do you actually rest? What do you do for rest? How do you rest? Yeah. I had to Google this today, to be honest. <laughs> it's, it's, it's interesting that, that you're flipping up the, the script and you're asking me questions. Okay, um, how am I resting? Yeah. I, I, found, I found two ways that actually work for me. Um, actually, three. So one thing I do is I go to the gym. I hit the, I hit the weights. Uh, I have some, like an audio, audio book or, or some pumping up music to keep me off thinking of work. So that's, that's something that I do for, you know, getting out of the out of the the zone of you know hustling and working all day um another thing that i do is i meditate um i listen to guided meditation that is something that i do and actually relaxes me a lot and another thing i found is just relaxing music it, it can be used as a meditation as well just focus on your breathing you know counting your breaths and stuff like that um it works it really works for me yeah, I think I think this is something that I should definitely consider as well. Because for me, you see, for me, hitting a gym is not not really an option anymore. Because I mean, I'm hitting it pretty much every day. Uh, <laughs> so I'm trying to also stay away from the gym. So gym, I'm substituting, let's say, with swimming, or yeah. you know, cycling or some stuff like that. But I mean, it's still like your body still kind of needs to rest. It's, in my opinion, you know, it's a machine that kind of has to, you know, regenerate yeah. <laughs> next and stuff like that. So, you know, that's why I'm asking you, because I think what you're saying, meditation and, and calm music and stuff like that, I think this is definitely something that um, I need to try a bit harder. <laughs> well, it, I, think, I think it actually, um, once it actually builds up in you, at the, at the beginning, once I started meditation a couple of years ago, I'm not I'm not a regular meditator. Don't, don't get me wrong, but once I see that there is like I'm stuck in a in a moment, or I'm like overthinking something, or I'm like out of energy, I decide, okay, should I waste like two more hours of doing like 25% energy yeah. work, or should I just focus on 20 minutes, just like a meditation that is guided through my through my head, just close my eyes and you know find a place I can relax. And then I'm almost on a hundred. So, so yeah, it's it's a strange thing. It's not religious at all. Um, I'm just saying for anyone out there, it's it's just like trying to keep your your mind calm, which actually yeah, works on those. And I think honestly, I think honestly, this is a very great point that you're bringing up. Like instead of working for you know the next two or three hours at your twenty five percent, when you're constantly getting distracted and doing some nonsense you know on on yeah. your pc i think it definitely makes sense to go and do that you know uh one hour or half an hour i don't know how much the meditation is actually lasting but i think that's definitely something that can increase your energy levels um yeah and in general i mean energy is important to have if you want to be successful like you know, there, there's this saying, I'm sure there's this saying everywhere, uh, you know, in healthy mind, no, in healthy body, there's healthy mind, yeah. uh, you know, um, so that's important. Uh, but yeah. It's interesting because not, not from what I'm, what I'm understanding from your perspective, we are pretty much similar in terms of energy levels and in, there's times that I actually need it for rest, but not everyone is like that. I mean, I know a lot of people that are 
they can work on 12, 13, 15 hours a day without, you know, stopping, just no rest whatsoever. But yeah. I'm, I'm just not like that. I'm not, I'm not, you know, gifted of having full on 100% of energy all day. Um, you see, for what, me, that's not, the, that's not an issue. For me, what the problem is, is, well, not the problem. I would say what something that I need to learn more about is the fact that, let's say, I can work a week or two weeks, like, intense, really, like, intense. You know, I can be doing things a lot. I can be traveling a lot. Like, you know, in my previous job, let's say, I'd be having six flights a week, you know, yep. visiting, like, five countries a week, you know, having, like, eight meetings a week, you know, which would and be a lot. And I could do that, like, for a month. But then after that, I'd be like, like, um, now, now, like, now I need some energy from somewhere, you know? Yeah. yeah. So that's why, because I think that everything has to have a balance, you know? I don't think you, like, I, well, from my experience, I see that I can't always be working like, you know, like crazy. Yeah. That somewhere I need to put the break. I just don't know yet where do I need to put that break. I'm trying to figure that out. Like, how often do I rest? Like, do I rest daily, weekly, monthly? Like, what does it mean? So that's why I'm telling you today, I was trying to Google that. So I don't know if anyone from your listeners actually knows, that would be cool to hear how, uh, how they rest and, you know, what, what are in general, maybe the best practices to rest your body and your mind, you know, because both are important. Well, from my own perspective, um, I think, whether we like it or not, we have to incorporate rest periods every day. Um, even though I'm trying to push a lot of work, sometimes it's, at least for me, sometimes it's good to say, okay, I've done enough. If I push more than, than this point, I'm actually going to burn and I'm going to be off yeah. for the next couple of days. So I'm yeah. just, just stop on, up to this point, relax, do something totally out, outside of work, you know, go outside, walk, yeah. walk in nature, watch a movie, whatever just totally something that is out of work. And then you can always come back to see if you have the energy, if you don't have the energy, just try to recover. And then next, next morning is a, it's a new day. So you're fully yeah. recovered after sleep. So, yeah. And uh, also, you know, what, what you're saying, you know, that human brain is actually very interesting because you know, when it's learning something, so it's kind of developing the new neural paths uh, in yeah. your brain, you know, and when you're resting is actually when the, those neural paths are getting stronger, you know? Uh, so that's why it's important to rest. And uh, especially if you're doing some like mental activities, if you're learning, if you're studying or something like that, it's kind of important to, to rest after you've studied. So, you know, those neural paths get stronger uh, and stronger. And then, well, you get the information yeah quick you can yeah, definitely yeah. so these um, are very interesting things man yeah definitely i mean that that's that's what like in in essence that's pretty much what i know in terms of energy in my own life um yeah just pretty much you have to try it like everything just yeah. try it and see if it works for you if not exactly you know, next one <laughs> you know trying is it's like, you know, when I used to be, when I, when I used to be younger, I was playing a lot of basketball. And, you know, one thing I've realized is that if you don't shoot, your, your shooting percentage is going to be zero, <laughs> you know, but if you shoot, it might be zero, 
but it might be a hundred, a fifty, or ten percent. But it's gonna be more than zero, you know. Yeah, and if you don't shoot it, you don't score. <laughs> exactly. So that's the that's the mentality in my life that I'm trying to incorporate to myself is that I gotta keep on trying, you know. I gotta keep on doing. I gotta keep on trying because otherwise, it's all zero. If you don't shoot, if you don't try, if you don't go get it, you know. <laughs> so. Um, but sometimes, man, sometimes it's not even easy to try. Um, yeah. Sometimes even trying is um, is complicated. A lot of variables involved. Um, risks, you know, risks are very important to manage, I think. You can't be just doing things without thinking about them. Risk is important to manage, I think, um, for everyone. But yeah, those are... Uh, and this is this is a this is my f- first podcast, but I'm enjoying it so far. This is very nice. So thank you, Cal, for actually uh, giving me this opportunity. <laughs> thank you as well. It's uh, I love I love speaking to other people and just you know sharing experiences. So I, I, after each and every episode I have is just I'm, I'm I just I just stopped everything and just you know relax and think about what happened. You know what I can learn from from the people, and it's always good to give and receive value both ways. Um, but I think th- like overthinking sometimes it actually cripples us. I'm not sure if it happens to you, but sometimes you get, you start thinking of different ways, but it's pretty much, at least you, if you haven't tried it, you don't know if the result is going to be the one that you are thinking of. So yeah, man. <laughs> uh, it's, you it's know, a hard I, thing to block. It's definitely hard to block. I but, think we are, you know, I think sometimes we are the biggest enemies of ourselves. Yeah. Um, and I think it's important to understand when we are and when we're not, <laughs> so you can kind of, you know, kick, kick some ideas out of your head. Um, but I think you're completely right. Overthinking is not good at all. Um, it, it might put you off course, you know, if you have a target, if you have a goal and you start overthinking it might kind of put you off course, but the worst thing, what overthinking brings in my opinion is is doubt. Yeah. Is doubt in the fact that your main goal or your whatever main task, whatever you set out for yourself, might not be right. And that's why when you start overthinking, in my opinion. Um, so I think that it's really best to not overthink and not to have plans B. Because plan B is kind of overthinking, <laughs> in my opinion, you know? Uh, and when you have plan A, you're, you got a one-way ticket. That's it. You're going for it. Like, regardless of what's going to happen, you're going to succeed or you're not going to succeed, you got to go now. Like, that's what plan A is. Plan B is kind of your return ticket, in my opinion, you know? And, that's, and plan B, in my opinion, is also a result of that overthinking that you're talking about. Um, I've done a lot of overthinking, I think, in my life. <laughs> Um, that's why right now I've decided that I'm taking that one-way ticket. I'm going. That's it. Uh, no more really a, a good route for for actually seeing results. Otherwise, you're stuck in a in the comfort zone. I think, like you said, Plan B is pretty much the comfort zone. It's something that you fall back to, which is not good in any yeah, way. It's usually easy. <laughs> yeah. It's something safe, something you know, something that, you know, around the comfort. 
yeah man and the comfort zone damn like i look at the comfort zone man and it's it's a scary place to me yeah. <laughs> like it i don't want to go there anymore so to say uh i i think i don't know why but i kind of like challenges and challenges is something that kind of pushes me forward without them um it's hard and you know even you know i guess all of us also might understand comfort zone in a different way um but to me comfort zone is when there's no challenges that's pretty much what it is when when everything is done for you you know and yeah. you have nothing to do and you have nothing to think about i think that's scary but yeah i think that, that that actually resonates quite a lot with me from from everything that we've been talking so far a lot of things that you said actually are pretty much 100 percent of how i think and how you know things have been going in pretty much my life but nice. yeah comfort zone is is like like the comfort zone it's not of course we get energy like from what i, from what I can understand is i get energy out of challenges but i think the bottom line is I'm pretty much scared of being bored. I just, yeah. that's like, <laughs> like the bottom line is if something is boring, um, it's time to go. It's time for the next thing. This yeah, is exactly. it's over. Yeah. You know, uh, sometimes that's also, you know, I'm talking from my short experience is sometimes those boring things you know, those really boring things are actually a part of our, you know, duties, especially when we're trying to, you know, when we're going on the side of entrepreneurship, you know, uh, like sometimes like accountings and things like that, like, God damn it, I hate those things. Like this is like, I can't be sitting at my computer and doing those things. Like it's just, it's just killing me kind of, you know, but sometimes those boring things are a part of of our duties um, but then i also think that there are boring things that we have to do so we do them and then there's also boring when you don't have anything to do yeah. you know and that's and the second one in my opinion is so much worse and the second one in my opinion is what leads to usually a lot of uh, problems in general for each and every individual, uh, you know, because I think there's this saying something about idle mind, something with the devil or whatever. I, I don't know. An English saying, I don't remember it now. But um, yeah, I think your mind has to be occupied at all times uh, in order for it to actually function well. Because I think that's it's primarily like that's that's what the purpose of your brain is is to function is to think is to do things you know and when you don't use it i don't think it's good <laughs> in terms of um we've been talking a lot of different subjects um can you say a couple of books or like courses or people that you look up to something that actually helped you through the journey help you overcome problems or you know opened your eyes for something that has been there for the whole time yeah so i mean there the whole time there was only only uh i would say my belief that i can like i can do it i can i can go through it like i come from i would say from a humble background um and uh, i always knew that 
I can do more than than anyone else tells me what I can do actually um and that's what I've been trying to do all the time uh obviously just believing and just thinking <laughs> of that is not really gonna do it all like you need yeah. to do other things in my opinion you know so for me I mean I'm a I'm I'm not great at reading like I mean uh like just since, since the very childhood I did not really like reading so I found myself an alternative which is actually listening <laughs> so I'm I would say I I've read a couple of books actually but I've listened to more uh so I'm listening and the the latest one so the latest one that I'm reading on is uh, is actually think and grow rich I don't know if you guys like I mean if if, if you know that book it's quite an old book it's from 1937 yeah uh, yeah man I so I've discovered this book actually like I think two days ago and I've already done like four or whatever chapters. So I listen to it when, you know, when I want to rest, <laughs> but I'm thinking that's not really rest anymore. Anyways, I think it's a, it's a very interesting book. I kind of, when I, when I listen to that book, to me, I don't always find new things. I mean, I definitely do, but to me, I get more confirmations on the things that I knew already, which is yep. amazing. Because sometimes you kind of need that confirmation from someone, you know, uh, because sometimes you don't know if things are right or wrong. And then when you take a book like that or whatever, you know, and and you hear that those opinions are kind of the same or similar to what you believe in, uh, I think it's great. So, you know, that's the that's the current book I'm reading on. Um, before that, I read Seven Habits of Highly Efficient People. Um, how to win friends and influence people, um, Harvard Business Reviews on managing yourself, on leadership, on managing people. So all kinds of stuff like that. Like uh, then I also read a couple of sales books, um, and uh, and what else? And yeah, and that's pretty much it. Um, in terms of people that I'm following, well, I like to follow Elon Musk. Um, I like to uh, follow Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Um, I'm also I'm also looking at Warren Buffett sometimes. I think he's uh, he's an interesting uh, persona. Um, yeah. So really, I don't follow many people. I yeah. But these are I, I wouldn't say I follow them. I just you know I just you know you look up them. to I, yeah yeah yeah. Be, uh, not maybe not even look up to maybe I'm trying to get their experience or get their you know knowledge also the mm -hmm. guy i don't know you know the guy called simon sinek yeah um i think he's a i think he's a good source for any entrepreneur who's starting because that guy is kind of giving you some good basis on how you should start maybe not on how but as he said on why you should yeah, start why you start. yeah uh, so, so he's an interesting guy. Um, yeah, like I, I'm not really, I'm not really following, you know, those. Um, there's this guy, those salesy people, like you know, uh, yeah. like um, Cordon, I think, some stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, Grant Cordon. I, yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't follow that. That's just not for me. Like I'm not because I don't know. I just it's it's just not for me. I prefer to just hear people's experience. 
-hmm. over what you should do because those people kind of tell you you need to do this and this and that i'd like to hear more about experience what they've done how they've done it you know and stuff like that just uh, a general guidance instead of steps to take uh, yeah because yeah i think everyone's journey is different and you know when they're telling about their experience first like first couple of things that i realize when they're talking is that they're human as well you know it's they're they're not they're not supernatural they're not they're they're just same as me and you and whoever is listening to this it's just the mindset that they have it's the way they speak you know um and i think it's amazing um i think it's amazing to listen to what they're saying as well because their experience is so much more than let's say mine at this point um and you know this is something that i can only strive towards or something like that yeah so to round the conversation up do you have any words you want to to say to the listeners do you have any encouragement or anything whatsoever well, I honestly have no idea who's who's the target audience at this point. Um, but I think of regardless who it is, uh, what I'd like to tell them if 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 you if you want to do something, just go and do it. Just go get it, regardless of what you what someone else thinks or, or says of that. Um, just go do it as long as it's safe for everyone. <laughs> just go and do it. Go kick ass. Um, I think life is damn too short to to listen to what other people are saying. I mean, as far as I know, you get only one. Uh, so, so make it count. Do whatever you wish, because I think at the end of the day, uh, when you're old on your deathbed, you the last thing you want to do is regret. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. So, go go do whatever you want, guys. Thanks a lot for the for the talk and the conversation with you. It was it was a pleasure. Um, hopefully, we've been of value at least one person listening. And uh, yeah. well, man, to to me, your experience was valuable. So that's uh, that's one person already. You have. <laughs> <laughs> so, so so thank you for having me. Honestly, I, I also wanted to say in the very beginning, I think it's amazing what you're doing. I think it's really cool. Um, I, I realize, I believe you're just kind of starting this whole thing. Uh, yeah. So um, I'll, I'm not, I don't think I'll wish you luck because luck is, you know, sometimes maybe irrelevant, but I, I wish you to, to stay focused on, on what you're doing. I think you're doing a great job. Um, keep on pushing, man. And uh, yeah, we'll, I think we'll stay in touch somehow. <laughs> yeah, definitely will. Definitely will. Th thanks again once, once more. Thank you for inviting me. Um, have a great day, everyone. And uh, yeah, kick ass. <laughs>